Welcome back to another week of the AMB Podcast. It's your boy, Young Tamarack, and I'm in Be More Like a Raven. I'm with some good people because my people are never not good. Let them know what it is, Stair. Yo, what up? It's your boy, Stair, a.k.a. the Finesse Fella, a.k.a. that nigga right over there by the stadium because we're cooling in Be More. And like I said, man, I'm here with some good people because my people are never not good. On this week's episode of the podcast, we're here with the homie Dio. Hey, what's goody? We in the building, and uh, Dio was gracious enough to hook us up with some shots to start off the episode, so we got some tequila. Uh, we're going to get it going real quick. Let's do it. Oh, what are we oh, cheers to? I got the big boy shot. Uh, cheers no, the to, cheers to the, the podcast episode and us finally being able to come together, man. Let's we, do it. We've been trying to get it happening. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, that's smooth. Ooh. That Where's Reposado, I'm okay. telling you, niggas always get that that, that Blanco that Blanco tequila. You got to get that Reposado. I feel you, but not everybody's res- whatever how this whatever Spanish term you just used. <laughs> like that dark or whatever is is as good. So I mean, mm-hmm. it just really depends. But that was pretty smooth. Um, very smooth. But yeah, man, like I said, this week uh, we got the homie Dio, um, and we're going to get into a little bit of his music and uh, what he has going on just as an artist in general, because, I mean, it doesn't just stop there with music. We'll probably even touch a little bit about uh, some food as well. But just to check in, man, how's everybody's week been? Everybody been uh, been good? You, you want to start off, Alistair? Yeah, I got you. I like to get my week out there. My week's been pretty good. I just started working in the school. So last episode I was talking about, I wasn't sure if we were going to be able to get in with work. Uh, and now I'm babysitting eight kindergartners trying to teach them how to learn how to do school wow so it's it's madness mm. but like you know i gotta find things to do because i literally just sit there and make sure they're logged in and shit um i did find it funny that one of my kids uh his headphone carrying case was their parents crown royal bag <laughs> that's how you know black people use this kid was black no he's white whoa yeah yeah that's crazy. I, I want to say, because you know, niggas be drinking Crown <laughs> Royal, bro. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They be getting it in. I'm surprised. But yeah, other than that, uh, just cooling. Just cooling. Uh, just started with lids. I just got all my paperwork set up. So next week, I'm about to start that. Nice. And um, I'm, yeah, I had a good week. Came out. Oh, matter of fact, I'm sorry. I forgot about my major highlight. I ran 6.06 in the mile at uh, Kennedy. Damn. What the fuck? Yeah, I still, got, still, got, I still got a little juice in the tank. Damn, nigga. Yo, I'll be psyched about, like, running a mile in, like, seven something. This thing right. is a whole minute under the time that I'll be running it, bro. Yeah, nah. Nah, I, I got to get faster, bro. We're going to race, bro. Right. We're going to race. Not in the mile, boy. You nah, can't. we're going to race, bro. We're going to race, bro. <laughs> I, I'll race you in the mile, but you would best me. My last best mile was, like, 6.32. Okay. And I was, like, I literally was... Out of commission for the whole day. That was me, like, <laughs> for the day. For the whole day. Yeah, that's, hey, that's hilarious. And I like work out, do push ups and shit. But after that, I was like, "Fuck this." I'm yeah, gonna... that's how I start the warm up. You know, do my little nah, mile. You really got to run the shit out of that zone to run it in six minutes. Like yeah. you, like there's really like every step has to be a meaningful. Yeah. <laughs> has to be a meaningful step. That's crazy. Like you can't. Oh, we can't dilly dally at all. But um, yeah. all right, that's yeah. what's up, man. That's what's up. Yeah. I definitely have like stopped running because I've been on the jump rope wave, and we kind of had that uh, that mm-hmm. discussion the other day. But uh, <laughs> we're not gonna get into it. But um, yeah, man. As for me, man, I had a pretty, I had a pretty big week, bro. I can't even, I can't even fake. I'm not gonna front. Um, for one, uh, like I've been telling everybody on the podcast, uh, I worked on the Jay Auto uh, Move Your Body video, mm. and um, that recently just dropped on Friday. Where did it drop? Where did it drop? It dropped on uh, YouTube. Oh. Uh, and then it was on uh, Music Choice. Oh. Uh, and then it was also on BET Jams. Oh. Ah. Uh, so, oh. Yeah, my, my, my video played it. Uh, uh, well, let me not. I'm not going to you know label it as my video, but our video um, played uh, a couple times on television. And, you know, I would say, like, that's kind of like a, a little bit of a dream for me. Like, to have, like, something. It may not be me directly on TV, but, like, to have something on TV that I created, I think it's, like, the, dope, the dopest dope. shit like ever so like i'm like super i may not like be on in, like the internet like boasting and bragging or like oh my god like my video but like i'm i'm really happy about it and like i feel like there's there's only so much more that i can like i can take it to another level and and, and keep creating and and making fire shit so when it when it popped up when it popped up on bt like what was your reaction like you watching that video on, on so i watched it last night for the first time okay. on tv because uh, okay. i was in vegas that's uh, another part of my week um <laughs> flex jeez um but yeah, like I was watching it and I was just like, yo, like <laughs> this shit is crazy. I said, that's my name, bro. Like it's Hope like it's it's on TV, bro. Like my name. Accolades. Accolades. So accolades. like, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a lot of motivation too as well to to, to keep pushing forward with the video thing. So uh shout out to Jeff, man, 
for uh, for allowing me the opportunity to even work on it. Uh, shout out to Brandon and, and Tyson, you know, Charles Savant Productions, um, holding me down and, and helping me out, you know, be able to put it together, um, shooting and and, uh, and editing. Um, and yeah, man. So also, like I said, I went to Vegas. I was in Vegas gambling. Um, uh, this is my first time really gambling. So I thought like people could tell that I was green, like they could see it in my face. Um, Come play at our like, table, youngie. Yeah, it wasn't even like that, but like, I just felt like. <laughs> Like, I was talking to this, like, this, like, one Asian lady. I mean, not to, like, well, she was Asian. I don't know what I was going to say. But, like, <laughs> so, like, we um, we were, I was playing blackjack, and she was just, like, because I, I know how to play blackjack, but there's, like, certain, like, little nuances to the game that I wasn't, wasn't aware of. And so she was, like, telling me, and I was, like, damn, do y'all, like, do this for everybody? Or, like, she was just, nope. And I was, like, cool. But um, lost some money. Uh, the Browns definitely blew me because I bet on that game. Um, all they had to do was cover, what, six points, and the, <laughs> the Bengals ended up. Uh, losing by only five, so yeah, it was close. It was a close line, um, but all in all, man, like I said, man, it was a, it was a good week for me, man. I, I had something something on TV, so I'm That's lit dope. Dope. like That's a Christmas great. tree. You Congrats. feel me? Congrats. So uh, what about you, Dio? Uh, shit, my week was it was all right. It was pretty normal, like or at least Corona normal. I've just been sitting <laughs> in here chilling, watching Mad TV, watching mm. the anime, working on some uh, beats in my home studio, uh, recording some stuff for my next project. Uh, getting, I got some events coming up, uh, in the next, like, in the next week, next months coming up. So just trying to get all the logistics and shit, trying to get all the logistics and shit ready for that. It's cool. I'll take the edge of the couch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, just trying to get all that shit done. Cause I, I'm a very, I, when I come to that shit, y'all see me perform. Like I don't play like, nope. So I, I, I'm a lot of sweat. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a lot of sweat and there's a lot of practice and shit that goes into it. So just been practicing with like the backup singer and stuff and stuff like that. So yeah, just, just working, just working. It's kind of what I always do is part of my life now. Yeah, bro. I mean, at this point for all of us, I felt like that's kind of one of the things that like is, uh, is a key to keep you going in general, especially like during the pandemic mm-hmm. is having something to to really lock in on um, and like, and to really just enjoy doing mm-hmm. um, something that takes your mind away from whatever it is that, that you got going on now. So, sure. and I mean, I think that if anything will make that clear, it's uh, it's, it's the pandemic. So, um, but yeah, man, I'm glad to hear that everybody had pretty good weeks. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Also I got some tattoos this week. I got two new tattoos. Oh shit. Yeah, I was going to ask if that back. was fresh. But yep. yeah. yeah. So I fucking still black as fuck. It shouldn't even start peeling yet. Man. I got this one on my leg. That shit hurt like a motherfucker. I know it, dude. Yeah, I took a tattoo break, bro. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Yeah, yeah. hurt. I said I was going to get one hurt. for my daughter, but I just uh, you bluffing, bro. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to get it. Eventually. No, once, <laughs> once you get one, though, you want so much more. Even after I got these two, I was like, damn. Yeah, bro. I mean, I, I got I, I got my first one, then I ended up getting two more. But then mm-hmm. I was just like, man, after the third one, I was like, each one's hurt, bro. Yeah, I got three. I'm going to relax. I tapped out at three. And I'll get back at it later. Mm-hmm. But, um. Like number 11 and 12. Mm-hmm. Me, yeah, you know somebody who did it more. Uh, yeah, uh, Roxanne, Roxanne from uh, she's from DC. She's from like same area as us. She went to, I think she went to Blair. Oh, and she's yeah, she like travels all around the country doing tattoos now. Oh shit, yeah, she's and lit. So, yeah, so like I, I'm just fortunate to catch her every time she comes back to DC for like a week, two weeks. Then she's back on the road to like Houston, New York, Damn. LA, Atlanta, just just tattoo. Oh, yeah, and it gets me out here making tough. making that coin. She is tough. Definitely the best tattoo artist I know. That's a stamp. Mm-hmm. We'll have to holler at her. Mm-hmm. But um, Alistair, man, can you hold us down with the uh, top five for this week? Top five, top five, top five. Of course. Uh this week's top five. We're gonna do top five Travis Scott songs. Anybody? Anybody want to jump on? I want to go first so I can get mine out the way. Yeah, all right. So, um, for one, Maria, I'm drunk. Oh, yes. I got to put that on there. I'm so happy they brought that back to Apple Music. mm -hmm, That's my girl's favorite song. Yeah, I'm so glad they brought it back to Apple Music. Um, Mama Sita with Young Thug and uh, Rich Homie Kwan. Sicko Mode, which is a more recent jump, but okay. like okay. you can't like you can't fake Sicko Mode. Kind of like it goes, it, it cranks. Does, it does. Um, pick up the phone. Oh, that's a great one. That's oh, a very. Pick up the phone. It's, it's pick hard up the to phone. say it's underrated because it's on like three different albums. <laughs> right, right, right. But that right. is super but, underrated. Yeah, I don't think people talk about pick up the phone enough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, my last one, I'm going to go with Skyfall, man. Yep. Smart, smart. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's a pretty solid uh, list. Of course, there's tracks that I didn't include. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I got to start with Sloppy Toppy because I feel like. 
I wanted to put that on my list so bad. I feel bro. like the Migos. On, but that, I started uh, to feel like it was not a Travis Scott song necessarily, and it was like a, an Atlanta nigga song. So like, um, but I gotta put the original Quintana, because um, because mm. that and Upper Echelon, those two seeing them, oh, I forgot seeing them live Echelon. at uh, uh, Trilectro. That was like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gotta put Antidote because that's that's a good one. And my last one, I'ma put Drug Juice to Try. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. This is in no particular order in this list. Yeah, we never yeah, we yeah, never yeah. do that. It's uh, <laughs> it's too much of a yeah, challenge. It's, uh-huh. it's too political. So I put I put Skyfall in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put uh, Backyard also from that in there. Backyard, I didn't want to put on these things be like Backyard, but no, like Backyard is is super. Tough. His flaw in Backyard is crazy. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right, now we get now we get hard. Those are like two definites. Now it's starting to get hard. Uh, I'll put uh, I'll put Coffee Bean in there. Mm-hmm. I really, I really fucked with like how that album ended on that note, um, and he just had he hit the he reminded me so much of Kanye on there too. Um, all right, last two. I put Uptown with ASAP Ferg off the first after yeah. off that first on Al Farrell. Al Farrell. Uh, last one. I will say. Uh, hold on, let me look at these track lists real quick. It's something off a of rodeo. I'll say. Oh my diss side for sure. Ooh, oh my diss side for yeah. sure, for sure. Those that are switch up is crazy. Uh huh, uh huh. Quavo's yeah. Diss side, side, Yeah, they killed that. Damn. But again, like you guys said, there's many, so many times, so many more, so many more. I'll probably like be listening to Travis Scott later this week and be like, damn, I can't believe I didn't say this. I didn't this. say that song. That's usually how the top five goes too, mm-hmm. especially when people like comment and be like, oh, you forgot about this. Mm-hmm. You, didn't, you didn't put this. Or why do you have this on the list? Mm-hmm. But you know what? It's on our fucking list. So. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, man, like Travis Scott is a, is, is a little bit of a, a different artist. And I think uh, he was influenced by, like like we were talking about earlier, like your Kanye's and, and your Cuddy's. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone like yourself, Dio, you're, your music isn't your your standard hip hop or rap or I guess I don't even really know what lane I'd like to classify it in. Right, but I love that. Right, exactly. <laughs> and and being as somebody who's seen kind of your journey from the beginning, from like we folk focused up and you know this mm-hmm. one, I didn't, you know, say like from, like from the beginning first, when yeah, I first heard you, I was like, yo, I said, who's this nigga rapping? And they was like, yo, it's not you go to Paint Branch. I was like, what? Local niggas rapping like this? And that's what I always say every time I hear something that I feel like is 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 really dope. Mm-hmm. But like, I guess. Where did where did it, it click for you that I guess music was something that, that you really wanted to do? Because you also played a little football too. You yeah, know what I, I mean? Yes, he, he had some skills as a halfback. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was. Oh man, listen, they was tearing my ass up, Scout. Oh, <laughs> Scout O, they was tearing my little ass up. I was I was in there again. I was in the pocket again. That's how had you ready though. But um, I always like really loved music. Um. And I always had people like Obi who like were around me doing music, but it never really clicked that it was something that I could do until, um, until kind of like my freshman year of college when I was just like literally in the studio with niggas so much. And it was like, I'll go there. They'd be like, I'll be just sitting there just watching niggas doing shit. And I'm like, damn, I want to do something. And then I kind of, I started like writing verses and stuff and started making my own shit. But I didn't really like take it seriously as something that like, okay, this is something I want to pursue, mm-hmm. make my career, make like a sustainable lifestyle off of this until probably like 2014. Mm. And that's when I, uh, I, I went to school in Ohio for a little bit and then I came back uh, to Maryland and I was like, all right, no, nah, this is something like I for real want to do. I don't want to just be like, like having a show just to have a show, you know. I yeah. want, I need, I need this to lead up to something big. I need to like, I have goals in this thing, like long term yeah. goals that I want to see come to fruition in my lifetime. So I was like, the only way I'm gonna really do that is if I give it my a hundred percent and not be like, oh, it's my plan. No, it's like plan A, no plan B type shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like putting my all into it. So yeah, so 2014 is where it kind of took the turn from like a hobby to. To something for real, for real. Okay, that's what's up. And so, uh, over the course of that time of it becoming a hobby to go into something real, uh, you've you've 
worked with uh with groups like not a collective mm -hmm, uh mm -hmm. what was that experience like in terms of you know you growing into like the artist that you're, you're you are today currently well um since we were collective we were collaborating so much and i feel like that taught me like the like how to collaborate like the collaboration etiquette you know like because i as an artist i haven't really collaborated with that many artists outside of not collective still because we just have that chemistry mm. of just like us being friends before you know working on something creative so i feel like now before the reason why i don't collaborate with that many people is because like i'm not gonna really like we're not gonna really vibe together if we if we don't really like vibe together you outside of this yeah, yeah you don't yeah. know each other outside of this so i feel like i spend i have a lot of friends that are artists and we just i kind of like we probably don't work on things for like first two years and then like me and my friend um, Mark now it's a project I'm working on I knew him for like two years and now we're making a whole like project together and that's like I always think their music is dope I always love their shit but it's just like to get in that space of like okay because collaboration is kind of like a dance it's not like it's not like you do this and you do this it's kind of like you're going back and forth you're pushing you're pulling you're mm -hmm. yeah. you're you're like spinning around it's like it's like salsa dance it's like you gotta you gotta feel each other out so yeah. That's it's it. I I feel like I learned that working with not a collective for it's, sure. It's funny you say that because we had Nigel on. He was like, if I wouldn't pick you up on my pickup team, then I really wouldn't feel comfortable collaborating with you. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like having that chemistry in yeah. terms of mm -hmm. being what you got to do. Um, as someone who's seen you perform, where do you have you always been a performer? I yeah I for my first time ever hitting the stage, it was always just like, yep, nah, this is where I'm supposed to be. Like. When like niggas be like, uh, like oh I saw her it was love at first sight. Once I once I got on that stage and like hell am I? I was like yo this is this is what I'm supposed to do like for sure. And I feel like it translate every time like I have to have like spotlight or give like public speaking or whatever like that like I once I you get, thrive once, once I once I'm up there it's like. Oh yes, okay. I know how to move more so mm. more so than I know how to move. Just like talking regularly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I could be just like chilling at the bar talking to somebody. I'm like timid, but yeah. If, I, if you give me this the mic and I'm on stage, woo, we go have a time. I kind of know what you mean. Do you ever do you ever feel like before you get on stage, do you feel any sort of like nervousness or like or anxiousness before yeah. you get on stage? I wouldn't say nervousness because it's not like I'm scared. Man, it's more so like I'm just anxious. I'm just yeah, like, so excited. I just want to do it now. Like, let's just get it done now. Let's yeah. let's, let's let's do it now. Let's do the thing. I've been looking forward to this all day. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> no, I can relate. I can relate. I'm I'm the kind of the same way. I be telling people like all the time, like, yo, I'm I'm mad shy, yo, for real. For people like you shy, nigga. Bro, like, shy. Yeah. I've be never like, seen shy. I'll be like, I'll be like, nah, I mean, but I don't mean like shy in that sense. But like, yo, like I'll be like anxious about shit happening too it's just like when it comes down to it I'll be like I'm just gonna I'm gonna do it you know what I'm saying I, I feel like it's kind of like an outer body experience yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's a great way to describe like it when you're going into it it's like damn I don't know I don't know I got all these thoughts I got this and then as soon as you're in it yeah. like it's just it's a switch mm -hmm. yeah cause like I used to feel like that when I used to run track I was just like yeah I'm I'm running against such and such. Oh my right. gosh, he's right. so much faster than oh, me. Oh, oh, but right. as soon as the gun go off, it's like, like, all right, wait, wait. let's go. Yeah, yeah, I don't even think. Yeah. yeah. That second nature just kicks in. Exactly. So Damn, that's what's up. But um, so like you were saying, not a collective uh, helped you, you know, in terms of being able to collab with 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 other groups, um, and and other people in general. And I guess going back to what I said earlier, I don't know how to really even classify your music. Uh, based on where your your I guess your, your musical skills have have brought you, mm -hmm. what would you classify your your current music or sound as? Um, it's a blend of many things. Cause I mean, even my last project, like as as I like I do rap. I do. Some people are scared. Uh, no, not my uh, the live the live. live okay, mm -hmm. okay, okay, okay. So um, like I do rap, I do sing, but like. Like that shit was like I don't know if you would call that hip hop. You would definitely wouldn't call it R and B. But mm -hmm. it's like it's like all rock. It's like a whole band playing. Yeah. It, so it's like all rock instrumentals. And I love rock. Like that's probably like the basis of what like really made me love love music the way I do. It was like me listening to shit like Led Zeppelin and like Black Sabbath and The Doors and shit like that. Never so, listened to any of it. Yeah, but no, I mean, where, like, did, where who introduced you to that? Uh, Obi, because he started playing the drums and shit. So he was mm -hmm. like. Okay, who are these dope? Who who are who are the, the best, best drummers? drummers. Okay. Yeah. and so he would be playing that shit. I'm like, yo, this shit be kind of going. Like he be hitting like, 
some like go 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 shits like yeah. shits, and then I'm like, yo, this shit is fucking fire. So once I like, I'm the type of person when I really like something, I die all the way in. Into so it. I was hella listening to Led Zeppelin and shit like that. So when when I was working with the band and it was like that was like the common the com- like that's kind of where we all came from. It was like. Yeah, our first love of music, of like really understanding like the technicality and like what it takes to be like, okay, you play this, you play this, you right. play this, and we all together like hit that shit at the same time, boom, like that shit sounds crazy. And it's like, since we all had that, I think that's why the chemistry again works so, works so well. well. Yeah. Because we all like knew, we all knew that same like essence of what we were trying to bring. Yeah. And so. Um, yeah, I, with that, it was like definitely trying to also blend as many genres as we could in together. That's even, what I was going to say, actually. Mm-hmm. I feel like that um, you guys having that background of, of like really listening to rock music and understanding like how some of the drums work in that can have a big impact on like the type of hip hop that you guys ended up making, mm-hmm. you know, that, that we got to listen to. Mm-hmm. So it's not like your standard sound. It sounds different. It does sound influenced by something else, but it's also something that. You still feel that that eight oh eight knocking there every now and mm-hmm. again, and you can you can you say you can rock to it. I've been to shows where people have literally been in the crowd jumping around. You yeah, said I've recorded shows yeah, and yeah. I've been in the crowd, people yeah, jumping yeah. around to, mm-hmm. to the music. So mm-hmm. I, I definitely know, and I can I can feel where those influences come from. But um, <clears throat> excuse me. In terms of uh, like where where you're at now, mm. where where do you see it? I guess going next because I know that you know you're big on like the live using the live instruments mm-hmm. um especially with like covid is that like a practical thing to do are you finding different ways to deliver that or yeah so um yeah i'm not gonna lie that shit hurt me because like the whole thing about the dial live was like it was yeah, for you to do a lot like fuck when that when that uh couldn't happen anymore but um i've still been uh working with like those same instrumentalists but uh, doing it more like in the studio, like working with like digitally produced beats. Like I've been really like honing in on making like or on like producing now. I I was before, but like now I've, I like kind of took it up to a, an, another level, a couple couple more levels now since I've had a lot of time. Um, but I've still been because um, I mean, like I said, since I am such a performer and that's where I really feel like my strong suit as an artist is. I've uh, been organizing these outdoor events. Mm. Um, so I got one coming up next week. Uh, it's going to be Friday and Saturday in Baltimore. Uh, one's going to be at Druid Hill Park. The other one's going to be at Mount Vernon Park, like right by the Washington Monument on uh, Charles Street. And yeah, it was just like we're basically just pulling up. You know, I'm bringing our speakers and shit. I got a power generator. And yeah, these are already like kind of public areas. So it's going to be people coming, but we're putting out the flyer today and. Uh, you know, invite people to come and yeah, have a good time and just, you know, and it's not, up, yeah. exactly. It's not, it's not going to be the same as like the show, you know, at the crown mm-hmm. or auto bar or stuff like that. But you know, it's, it's still going to be, you know, people, you know, around having a good time, listening to good ass music. Yeah. And it's going to be like all unreleased, uh, songs and stuff like that, that, uh, we're sharing too. So it's like, I'm, I'm very excited to get this new stuff out there and I'm just excited to like, try to continue what I was already trying to do like but in this adapted to this new type of lifestyle COVID lifestyle that we're that we're living so with COVID have you uh as we're sitting in your apartment I see all this artwork have you dove into any other like forms of art yes I have I've been I've been on the culinary arts like shit I've been cooking up a storm (laughs) like I, yeah, I would say on every IG. day. Yeah, not not every day, but like at least twice to three times a week. I've been I've been really like getting in because I'm a bartender too, so mm. um, that's what I was doing. Before. Oh, that makes sense. Why you had the, uh, the okay the, the all the bar- the the tools. The yeah, 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 tools yeah. To, yeah. To measure it out. Yeah. So I um, I already was into like food and drink and like that, like wines and stuff like that. So, and I already was into cooking, but now that I'm like. I have all of the time in the world and a lot more creative energy. I've just been making a bunch of shit. I was saying last night I made some duck confit with waffles. <laughs> I made like a blueberry sauce to go with it. I made some purple sweet potatoes with it. Mm. Uh, I've been making like filet mignon. I've been making like hella different types of pastas. 
I made lamb for the first time last week. Is this you just getting creative and be like, yo, let me see how, how hard this is? Or is this you like, I was actually prepped and trained how to do all this? Uh, no, this is like, I, I look up the recipes from the internet before I okay. even start. And like, I'll, I won't just like follow the recipe though. I'll like look at like three different or like however many different recipes and kind of see what I like from each one. Mm. Um, but I mean, it's like, if you want to cook filet mignon like the right way, it's like you're gonna you're gonna need to know how to like cook. Yeah, like yeah. you gotta know how to, you're gonna need to know like how to like simmer shit and like use tongs and shit like that. Yeah. Like your cast iron skillet and shit like that. Like if you want it the right right way, because I've cooked it the not right way before. <laughs> and Probably was felt the, like a waste of your breath. Yeah, though. exactly. No, that's what I'm saying. But if you're getting this these like high quality meats and shit like that. You gonna cook them the right way. Like right. Your your ass will like learn today. <laughs> or call Chef Morgan James. In either way. Um, but damn. So you literally have just been kind of doing your own research and 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 making these meals. Basically, mm-hmm. has that been the same process for you in terms of you know producing music or learning how to produce music? Definitely, which is why I was gonna say I I I feel like I stepped up my my producing game because I've just been having so much time. Like I I do watch a lot of TV. So, like, whenever I'm watching something and I'm, like, in the zone of, and I'm, like, okay, I feel like I'm about to start binging, I just switch over to watching, like, YouTube tutorials mm-hmm. and, like, learning about, like, Damn, that's automation. actually a really good idea. Yeah, no, for sure. Because I, I was, like, okay, I still don't want to do anything. I just want to watch something. <laughs> but I'm going to at least watch something that I'm going to use, like, very uh, soon in the future. So yeah. I got way, way, way better at mixing uh just learning more shit about like logic which is what i used to produce um and yeah that, that shit has helped me that shit has helped me by miles like i've come so Far. so much farther yeah. than i've ever thought i would in terms of producing this year and i definitely i that's something that i can feel 100 percent because i feel like for me uh, a lot of the time especially when it came to like the whole video production thing um, I felt like I just didn't know enough, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I was also being lazy in the fact of like, I was like, well, I don't know enough, but like, shit, I guess I'll just, I'll figure, figure it out, out at some yeah, point, yeah, right? Uh-huh, which uh-huh. is, which is definitely not the case. You have to definitely sit down and do like research and seek out knowledge. So like, even when I was like shooting the video, like, you know, for Jeff, one of the first things I did was like, all right, I know what my camera can do and what it's capable of. It's already a pretty powerful machine. Mm-hmm. How can I make it more powerful? Or how can I make it work better for me? Mm-hmm. Did research found a better lens that I can put on the camera, bought the lens, again, invested in myself, um, and uh, made sure that I had Adobe on my laptop. Uh, shout out to my man, Justin from Texas. Um, <laughs> and uh, and then, you know, I looked up just different different editing techniques that people like, you know, are using mm-hmm. in, you know, in, in music videos or edits that I thought would look, would look cool or look good. Um, and then you pretty much from there, just putting it together, trying to figure out how to make it feel like this was like, an ad hoc party that was like being <laughs> mm-hmm. thrown. Like niggas literally saw each other at like a gas station. It was like, yo, I'm out of, I got these bottles. I got whatever or, or however you want to. And we just pulled up, call everybody. We're going to pull up. We're going to party. And we're going to turn up right here at this, at this space. So I was getting a cut from uh Tata uh, earlier this week. And I, we were talking about the video and he was like, yo, Bryce really did this fucking thing with that jump. I was like, yeah. He was like, oh, I just wish I was doing a little more. So the thing is, Tyler, I was like, <laughs> and I was like, but the thing is, he, 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 yo, he gave, and that's what I, I told everybody. I was like, yo, if you gave me the energy that I was looking for, like, yo, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll see, you'll be in the video. Like, you'll, mm-hmm. you'll see yourself in the video. So, um, like, yeah, like, just, just going back to what I was saying a, a few moments ago, like, doing personal research and like taking the time to work on something that like you enjoy doing. I mean, yeah, it's work to a certain yeah. extent, but like. If it's for it, your passion, it, it's right. not, it don't feel like right. work. It don't feel nah, like work. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you. It's because there's a certain, there's a certain, there's a certain level of like, of especially when it's a problem that you're trying to solve mm. and like you're not sure of how to solve it, so it can frustrate you. There's gonna be moments, and that was one of the things that fucked me up for the longest time. Where I was like, well, if it's something you enjoy doing, it's not gonna feel like work, my nigga. It's gonna feel like some work. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It is. Mm. It is. Yeah, it is. Sure. Like even you liking to run track, bro. That's uh-huh. a grind on your body. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, but see, so they, when you're in the trainer and they're grooving your leg out, and they're grooving your leg out, I don't say it's not work. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. As someone who sat with with shin splints and was and they came to me and said, yo, I'm gonna take this butter knife and I'm gonna scrape your shin. And you're gonna feel perfectly fine. You'll be able to compete. Okay. And I sat there. And I was like, ah, ah, ah. But after that, I felt it, and I was like, oh shit. 
I'm able to go full speed. Yeah, but you still no you still went through but that. I said, I, you said through it, but it doesn't feel like pain. It feels like I'm. I have this is for a reason. It's, it's, it's wow. Like, it's like they, because they, this is for a reason. I don't care. Like enough. But I'm not talking about caring. I'm not talking about caring. I'm talking about simply going through a level of like. Of, of toughness or like of like anguish or grit or yeah. adversity that you have to get through mm-hmm. like it's not always gonna be like easy sunshine yeah, I'm not saying it's gonna be lots of rainbows no hell no but it's still like the the level of damn I have to do this isn't as high as you gotta go to your regular nine to five like alright let me go clock in let me go re- read these emails let me go do this yeah. cause you really hate that yeah but all the little sure. extracurriculars that you're gonna do with this this video shoot or this this song that you gotta really sit and be real detail oriented, mm-hmm. you're just gonna do it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're gonna get straight through it. When at the end of it, you're like, "All right, I'm done. Mm-hmm, cool." Mm-hmm. Well, no, I, I was gonna, I, I say, at the end of it, I feel like that's where the dis- dis- distinguishment comes from. Okay. At the end of it, you're at the end of it. It didn't feel like work. Yeah, exactly. that's what I'm at saying. The, at the end yeah. of it, what I'm like, saying is, also it, at the end of it, you feel like, "Damn, bet I did that. I, I, I did really, that. I really, exactly. I did right, that. Right, right. Bet. Let's go." Like, <laughs> There's still work though. Goes. Is is mm-hmm. essentially what I what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. And I I know what you're saying. So it's not gonna feel like your nine to five job. But that's not the feeling that I'm I'm even really like connecting it to. I'm just talking about like the sense of like a mental effort, right? Just effort. Mm. You know what I mean? And time spent. So, um, but yeah, man, I'm not gonna lie to y'all niggas, man. I'm psyched. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> you got, no, you got, you got, you got to enjoy, you got to enjoy your victories and then get back to it. Yeah, no, nah, so, for sure. Yeah. But that's why I like, I'm, I, I'm not like, I'm not OD like high or ID, uh, OD like low. Cause I mean, shit happens in people's lives or whatever. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, like, I'm just grateful that I got the opportunity to to do something. And then it actually like, came to fruition and ended mm-hmm. up being bigger than what I thought it could even be mm-hmm. when I first, you know, set out to make it. So, mm-hmm. um, again, man, like a lot of people don't notice, like I've made, I've made so many videos, bro, that like, that didn't, that nobody ever saw, bro. Like literally mm-hmm. I spent time, I made videos that nobody ever saw, bro, that some videos that were just, that were trash, some videos that I like just halfway stopped, stopped editing. Cause I was like, nah, I don't fuck with this. This is trash. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, I've had people even tell me like, yo, you need to like step up like your video shit. And I, you know, I'll even name job. The person who told me this, and it was a long time ago, was Noah. <laughs> El Plaga. He told me this a long time ago. Cause I did a video for him and he was like, yo, like y'all duped me. Like this is not like as vicious as I thought that it was gonna be. And I said, damn, like I actually took some time and like try to put it. So shit, maybe niggas is looking for something different or more. But like, I didn't take, I didn't take offense to it, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, I think and that's the number one thing that I think people have an issue with is when somebody tell you something, people can have their opinion, but you got to sit down and really think about like, why is this person saying what, what they said to me? And they you got to go back and, 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 mm-hmm. and assess yourself a little bit and be like, okay, where did I lack? Mm-hmm. Or like, where did I like mm-hmm. not lack? And the niggas tripping, you know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, like that for me was like, okay, so shit, I need to, like, right I gotta here. do something different. No, like, I, I, what? I swear, I want people to do that to me more. Like, I feel like I need more niggas around me to tell me, like, nah, that wasn't it. Right. Do it again. Like, For sure. I feel like that, yeah. Like, because I feel like that's that's the shit that makes you grow. That's it the does. shit that, that really helps you, like, pushes you to, like, try go out of your comfort zone and shit. So, yeah. So someone, someone that might do that for you, because uh, I saw you a while back put this uh, picture up on your, I think, IG, your muse, uh, do you feel like having your girl in your corner? Mm-hmm. How, how how much do you feel like that helps you? Woo-wee. Listen, <laughs> I'm a movement by myself. <laughs> she helps me in more ways than you know, like than she knows, like than I know probably. But like she, first of all, she like helps me like with the design shit. She helps me with like hella aesthetic shit. Like even like uh, like my outfits and shit for shows and shit. She be helping me. She does uh, flyers and shit. Um, but like. I feel like I'm the type of person like I my brain is always just like moving at a thousand miles per hour. And so like she'd be here and I just be like bouncing ideas off of her. Mm-hmm. I just be telling her whatever is coming out of my mind, like word vomit. And she'll really help me like uh like shape them and art like articulate be able to mm-hmm. articulate them the right way and be like Oh, you needed you need oh you wanted to do this? All you gotta do is do this. And I'm like, oh damn, I wasn't even looking <laughs> at it like that. Damn. Um, but also like I'm uh uh I don't know if how much y'all subscribe to like astrology and shit. 
but I'm a Capricorn. I'm an Earth sign, so I'm very grounded and very like, mm, this is this, and that's what it is. No, nothing about it. And okay. she's an air, uh, Aquarius. She's an air sign. She's kind of more like whatever. Like I'm done with the flow, or whatever. So she kind of influences me to be more like like that too, and like experiment and 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 be move free out flowing. of my, my yeah, okay. be free flowing and not in my comfort zone and okay. like not. Especially me, like I have, I get tunnel vision a lot. I just like be focusing on one thing for so long, and she'll help me to be like, "No, nah, you need to look at it. You need to take a step back, and look at it as a, like a long term, like look at it more objectively." So, she really, really, really helps me do that. Just like she can literally just be here on her laptop, not doing anything, but like her presence here alone, like helps me like just get get all my ideas out, and it's like a it's like a lubricant for my ideas. It's like, nice. instead of it just being like, it just comes out like, <laughs> so yeah, she, okay. she, she helps me a lot with, with that in many things. Yeah, yeah, true, true. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Oh, random side note though. Um, if you're going to travel uh, during this uh, COVID period, I'm gonna let you know something right now. Mm. There's going to be a very limited amount of social distancing that you will experience right. throughout that's, your time. That's what I've heard from um, my friends that have traveled. You can be you can be that person, which I mean I perfectly understand if you are because I've seen a nigga do it like while I was traveling. Mm. Um, but yeah, bro, because what happens is a lot of people are in the mindset of like, man, it's not a lot of people traveling, so I can just go to the airport a little later than I normally do. Mm-hmm. So people show up and then they realize they late and then they pressing up on you in line to get through security. <laughs> and you kind of just like in the back of your head, like six feet. You no, know, this nigga like is within <laughs> the length of my backpack. Like that's not six feet. That's too close. You know what I'm saying? That's too close, my G. You know what I mean? And like you know what I'm saying, getting on the flight, it's like okay, there's 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 space, but like at the end of the day, like we're all on this like metal aircraft, we mm-hmm. all breathing in the same air. So like, it's tough, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie to you. If if you don't have the 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 fortitude or the stomach to travel during the pandemic, I would say your best bet is getting in your car and going wherever yeah, you want to go. Say with where um, if I travel, I'm but like yeah, there was definitely there was definitely points where I was like, yeah, this is this is all bad. Like mm-hmm. they're really not doing what they're supposed to do. Nah, niggas so, fully said fuck it at this point. Yeah, no, that, that's pretty much how it is. That's pretty much how it is. So, that's I mean, crazy. yeah, I just just a word to, to everybody out there. If you're planning on traveling, be prepared to deal with some of those experiences. Wear masks. I saw people, some people in some suits, um, like full on. Like suits. hazmat suits? Well, I mean, like, you know how you're been paintballing, you can get a suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like people like wear that. shits like yeah, that damn. with like um with like a little screen visor as well. Um, So, yeah, man, I, it just I saw some halo type helmet. That they're trying to advertise. Yeah, I saw that too. I really? saw that too. I yeah. forget what it's called. I, oh, fuck. Man. They got to like, chill. I seen that shit on IG or some shit like that. They got Where niggas chill. are like pulling up and it's like a, like a, a, a dome around your head and a breathing mechanism on your... But you... Mm. Bro, that shit chill. is nuts. Yo, tell me y'all seen the, the nigga with the, with the mask wallet. The what? On Twitter. So this nigga, he thought he was a revolutionary. He made a... Like a like a mask, mm-hmm. but it's also a wallet, so you can keep your cash in there and your cards and shit. It's pretty lit. But nah, if you seen that shit, if you seen the designers, like the money sticking out, like niggas will definitely go right past <laughs> and grab your fucking shit. And yeah, bro. Audi, like, bro. And be off to the races with your right, shit. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're literally wearing, putting your money where your mouth is, literally. And plus, you be like, imagine going to the fucking. Register like that'll be twenty nine ninety nine. Trying to take shit out of your mask, you gotta like take your mask off to to give them the money. Oh nah, mm, nah. That defeats the point, right? At, at that at that, at that level. Nah. Uh, my thing with the mask is though, and I hate to, I don't even want to get into too much COVID talk, but like, like everybody wearing different types of masks. Like, do we know what mask is really like? Um, yeah. I, I mean, see. they keep talking about like the the N ninety five mask are the way to go, mm-hmm. but like, bro, like that should look mad flimsy. At the end of the day, and it's not aesthetic. <laughs> right, niggas be trying to mask their, their mask what they fit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. So I got I got a couple black masks because the no, black jobs exactly, are going exactly, go with your exactly, fit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying, I got a couple pics that I'm gonna post. You know what I'm saying? You gonna see yeah, black mask? You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know, mm-hmm. in the casino, he's being safe, losing my money. Down. Okay, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. 
all in all, though, I would also say this week has been uh, pretty eventful as well. Um, and Dial, if you're not familiar, um, we, we kind of, you know, we always like to get our guest perspective on some of the things that are happening globally of or course, locally. Of course, I love to talk um, about this shit. Recently on Twitter, Kanye West, someone who that we're all we're all pretty big fan of, depending on, I guess, at what point in time. You nah, catch nah, up. nah, nah. As long as you grew up. In the early 2000s, you're, you're a fan of Kanye. You're a fan of Kanye. You feel for Kanye. You feel for Kanye. But like Kanye recently sure. was just on Twitter, uh, pretty much giving a whole ass load of free game on the way contracts are working and how they're fucking over artists. Mm-hmm. Do we feel like this is another rant where Kanye's off the wagon and he's fucked up, or is is Kanye legitimate in 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 what he's saying this time around? So, if you ask me, I think it's both. If you if you if you think that he is just crazy and he's going wild, so in his contracts, it's that. If you think he's really trying to help niggas, it's that. If you think it's just another uh, marketing scheme for his album thing, pretending that he's for the creators, it's that too. It's, it's, it's all of it. It's yeah. literally all of it together, and he knows that, and that's why he's doing it. Um, but I mean, I'm not gonna sit here, especially as an up and coming artist, and say that the shit he's not doing is important. I'm also gonna not gonna sit here and be like, "Oh, Kanye, he was never, he always was with us." Like, no, nah, I know he's also, <laughs> I know he's also like a rich. He's been a rich nigga for like twenty for a while, years. yeah. So, and I know what that does to people, and I, I, I mean, I mean, you know what that has done to Kanye already, mm-hmm. also. So it's like, damn, does money make you worse? I, would say, I always thought I money would, made you a better person. I no, mm. what I've what I've always heard and what I've seen is that money makes you more of who you really are. So like whatever whatever you are, hmm. if you're a bad person, it'll intensify it. If you're a good person, that'll intensify it. If it's on the line, if you're on that's the fair. line, that's that's, that's where it's gonna push you to one side or the other. Like you know, you. I mean, well, it all depends on what better in your perspective is. Like for yourself, if if you're already a bad person and a better version of you is a better bad person, mm-hmm. then I mean, well, mm-hmm. right, shit, exactly. money will do that wait, for what you. What is a better bad person? Like let's say, I don't know, youth. You throw women out of Lambos like Gucci Man. Like maybe now you right, could maybe right. now you could throw two women out of Lambos. Yeah, right. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. Okay. So it just multiplies. You okay. say where, yeah. where you were feeling before. Uh huh. Um, but if you're a good person, if you already were, you know, where you're giving your 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 change or your money to like homeless people, you maybe you like you start a foundation or, or like you mm-hmm. you do like blessing bags or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Which okay. looking back, actually, I realized like doing stuff like that and activities like that definitely. And I, we talked about it on the last episode has an impact on like the person you become later mm-hmm. on down the line. Yeah, it does. It, it definitely really does. does. 100%. I feel like speaking on Kanye, I feel like it's like like Dio said, it's a little bit of both because at the same time he is uh, a, a an owner, mm-hmm. so he has people on contract where it's like mm-hmm. I'm profiting off you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm st- Technically stealing from you, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like taking advantage of a lot. Yeah, okay. So, uh, so he's giving everybody game, and it's like, yeah. But at the same time, I feel like he just wants attention because why are you putting your Grammy in the toilet right. and then peeing, peeing on, on it? it? Because come on, we live in an age of like, like you were saying, <laughs> the attention age. But like to get people to come to what you're saying, which I don't think Kanye has to do, but I mean, I think it helps. Yeah. It only it only helps uh, to bring people to your content or what you're trying to say. It, it only it only adds more to it because it's like yeah what the fuck like you're ping on a Grammy bro like this is an award that people cry and complain over about not getting it. you literally mm-hmm. cry and complain well, no there's people right, right. There's, I'm sure there's people within their private life or whatever oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah I've yeah, even heard yeah. I, on Burning Boy's most recent album he talks about how he was sad it's that he didn't win a Grammy because yeah. mm-hmm. it's a big deal bro it's yeah. that award that you get to let you know it's that validation almost mm-hmm. essentially mm-hmm. and it's like yeah if you want to validate yourself and be able to be like okay like I did well but like at the end of the day if you create something that is viewable or consumable by other people. You want validation from the highest source to be like, okay, this is the best product. Mm-hmm. This is what everybody should be in tune with. Or this is what we as the people who are the intellectuals behind mm-hmm. this industry Pseudo think is the best. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like, I mean, realistically, who doesn't who doesn't want that? Right. You do. Mm-hmm. You do. So it's fucked up, but you almost, you shouldn't care, but it's like, damn, like, you kind of do. Why, I see why people do. Right. So... But I think, I think, I mean, I think Kanye is completely justified in a lot of what he had to say. I mean, especially with the whole contract thing. I think that's important to break mm-hmm. down for artists because you see a lot of these these newer or younger artists moving in, in a direction of being independent. A prime example I can think of is like Brent Fayez, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Somebody who literally does everything in-house themselves and it's working for you. 
because I mean, realistically, and I had a conversation with like a, you know a few a few friends. If you make six figures off of being an artist, what like right. what, what do you what else do you need? That's pretty yeah. fucking good. That's, yeah. But that's, everybody feels like they gotta have the 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 baguettes. You know what I'm saying around their neck. Listen, you know what listen. I mean? A, a necklace that you probably won't even wear in, in ten years. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like so, listen, that shit is super nice. Now, right, but like, but like bro, if, look at, if you can feed your folks, it, yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like if you can feed your folks, if right. you can live comfortably, if you don't have to worry about your bill bills, period, you can be like, alright, you know, cause here's here's a stack mm-hmm. and comfortably live. Right, you made it. Mm-hmm. I don't think you, I don't think you need to have the oh I got a Bugatti you know I got a Bugatti yeah. sitting in my in my yeah, apartment right, in my right. hey did you hear I got a Bugatti like back then I got the Gucci belt too mm-hmm. like you see my Gucci like I feel like that's excessive and I feel like you're just it's not it's not that's, for you at that point right, I mean exactly. if if you got if you got the bread you can you can do whatever you want to do I just feel like if if it's to the point of where you're living beyond you'm saying your means then I mean that's a whole different discussion so exactly. if you exactly. if you got the money to buy a Gucci belt every week then be my guest please mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. definitely because mm-hmm. I would do it you know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you know I mean but like for the most part yo live live within your means you can still be you can still be fly you know what I mean right. at the end of the day people don't. I mean, people care about that, but are those people that you necessarily want to be about, be around, or or, or you, did you want to be about you? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's about it's about your, and I hate to say this because it's gonna sound real cliche and cheesy, but it's about you and your and your character and the right. person that and that you are. So, right. big, facts, um, big facts. And I shouldn't even have to say that I hate saying that, but <laughs> I feel like we live in a world, bro, where it's like I even seen I even seen Drewski make a joke the other day about this kid who was singing on on uh on IG <laughs> and he was like, man, that should sound gay, bro. I want a nigga who can't even speak English. You know what I'm saying? That nigga that, <laughs> I you don't that. understand no words. And I said, damn, bro. Like the thing is, it's a joke, bro. But well, what they always say, all jokes contain truth, bro. Yeah, yeah. And him it. saying that is like, it's damn, bro. Sure. Niggas like niggas don't want you to be a good person. You're right. Bro. No, that's a like, fact. They really true. don't. They, they, want, don't, they want that toxicity. Because and I really like, don't understand it. I, it sounds. I, I, no, I was. It's funny to bring that up because I was literally like cleaning my bathroom early this morning thinking about this shit. I was important. like, niggas. <laughs> it's important, bro. Niggas, niggas. Hey, I'm sorry to cut you off, but if you go to somebody's crib, watch the bottom around the toilet, bro. That's how you know. That's how you know if they really cleaning it or not. But um. Yeah, no, I feel like niggas be like, oh, if I can get that toxicity from somewhere else, I feel like I don't have to be, I, I, it's not me that's toxic. Mm. It's, thi- it's this thing that I'm getting it from, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was I was even feeling it, I was even feeling it because I was like, I was literally listening to, uh, I, was, I was having my shit on shuffle. I was listening to like this, this uh, black song, Six Lack. Mm. And uh, I was like, man, cause my, since my girl's here, I was like, man, I don't wanna listen to this right now. I was like, man, when she's not here, I'll be letting this song play. Why? Wow. <laughs> I was like, I was like, why? And I was like, yeah, I was like, damn, it's like, cause I, f- I know the song is so toxic and I don't want her to hear me listening to this mm. type shit. That and I sense. was like, and that I was like, but well, I know if I was here by myself, oh, dude, that's shit, just ring. What you mean? Part of next door, part of next door has a song called shit. "The Savage Anthem," bro. It's like seven no, minutes uh-huh, long, bro, uh-huh, uh-huh, of him uh-huh. just talking like the All worst shit. shit. Yeah, and I listen to that only when I'm by myself and nobody else around, so I know exactly what you mean, bro. And it's yeah, it's that it's that sense of like you don't have the it's it's you indulging that toxicness without the no accountability, and and yeah. And I, yeah, for music, I feel like movies are definitely a source of that. Like, that's why we watch, like, Quentin Tarantino movies where niggas' bloods be splattering out of niggas' yep. necks, like, unrealistically. Niggas love like, Django. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They said Django what? Django and they said nigga in, in Django what? A hundred mm-hmm. something time? Right. And, but, I mean, I'm sure there's Tarantino white people that love that movie because it's like, ah. Uh, they they are saying the nigga for me. I don't have to say it now because they're saying it for me. Like you know, I don't even look at it that way. Me. I think they look at it as like you know what I mean. If it's being used so aggressively, whether it's in music or whether it's in movies, like what's the big deal at this point? Nobody true, cares. True, true, right? But right. I mean, my number one thing has always been like cracker don't sting the same way or it's honky nigger. don't yeah, sting nah, the same way nah, as nah, when nah, somebody nah. says you'm saying because there's historical nigger or 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 nigger. So it's historical like historical context behind it. Right. But apparently, <laughs> if you say Karen, it hurts. No, I mean more. that's 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 one that's coming. That's, that's it's, coming it's up. gaining some steam. That's, that's all I'm up. saying. Nah, if you're a Karen, I'd rather slap you than than to call you Karen, bro. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hit no I'm not gonna hit nobody. I'm not gonna hit no women. I'll never put my hands on somebody who, unless they put their hands on me first. But yeah, for the most part, bro, like, nah, bro, I'm not, I'm not concerned with, with calling you Karen or calling you a honky, bro. If you're doing some shit that's wrong, I'm gonna be like, yo, what the fuck? That shit is wrong. <laughs> yeah, like, you that can't shit's do trash. that. Bro. Yeah, right. And that's what I was saying when I was traveling, bro. I seen it was a black dude sitting next to a white dude, bro. White dude blew his nose a couple times, bro. Sneezed a couple times. Cuz said, he said, flight attendant. He said, nah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
He said, this dude has been sneezing. He said he's been coughing. And then the dude was like, well, what are you talking about? He's like, I'm not talking to you. Right, I'm right. not talking to you. I said, I feel you, bro. <laughs> I feel you, bro. And he was, and the lady was like, yo, you know, let's not make a big deal of it. If you want to move, we can move it. He was like, yeah, well, he's making me real nervous right now on this flight. <laughs> And I'm like, well, in my head, part of me is like, well, my nigga, it's already too late. Right, if you was see that, that, you tried, that, that, you, yeah, you, you the air we got two, on the plane with once I closed that door is the same air we got right now. Oh, bro. Yeah. It's too late a little yeah. bit. Uh-huh. So again, that's why, like I said earlier, bro, if you're gonna travel, bro, it's at your own, it's at your own discussion and your own risk. Sure. I know for me personally, every day I take elderberry, vitamin C, oil of oregano, all that type of shit. Like you am saying that that like that shit that boosts your immune system. So which is not a guarantee to you know to fight anything, but like. I'm a regular hand washer. I sanitize my hands. I mean, because I, I do take the disease seriously. But at the end of the day, how everybody feels, bro, is like, well, either you're going to live your life or you're not. Mm-hmm. So, like, which one is it going to be? Mm-hmm. Speaking of living your life, uh, recently on Twitter, it kind of got crazy because LeBron's son. Uh, <laughs> my man, Bronny. He decided, he decided to, you he know. He forgot to hit that close friends. <laughs> he forgot to hit that close Shoot friends. Shoot that video. He be doing that on, online, bro. bro. I'm a, actually, no, nah, he a kid, even, bro. He's a kid. He's a kid, bro. Man, he's a 10th grader. I smoking on a fucking grand, man. And I'm a fucking rapper and I don't be smoking on a grand, man. Come on, man. You I mean, I never blew. I didn't. I wasn't blowing pack that early in high school, but. Yeah, in 10th grade, he decided to, you know, blow gas and. That's not that big of a deal. Have the Rello in his hand. He got to switch the sheets, though. But I mean, <laughs> nah, but I mean, on the real, like, I feel like it's it's not as wild as people may may think it. Like, weed, is, yeah. weed has been so taboo for so long. Right. We're at the point of where, bro, you can buy weed stocks on the fucking stock yeah, market, right, bro. Right. So, like, it's almost, especially for Bronny and, like, and his age and the people, like, the way they see the world coming up, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, weed is not, it's not an issue. Right. And we saw Bronny with a needle in his arm on a track. Yes. Oh, no, that's like, nice. Like, they wouldn't be like, oh, concern, concern. Like, yeah, leave the bubble. Right, right. <laughs> but people are going to make a, a big deal of it because at the end of the day, Bronny's the son of LeBron James, who's who's one of the star athletes of, of, the star of our generation. The star athlete of our generation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... Ronnie's a kid, bro. At the end of the day, right? Shout and out I, to him. I, he's 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 doing what he want to do, bro. Yeah. As long as he maintains what he's his GPA and his fucking and he's hooping, yeah. Can't nobody say shit to him. And I don't think they're gonna not let that happen. Hey. And also, you're not drug testing like, high schoolers anyways for basketball. Right. That's what I'm about to say. It's like <laughs> I, I feel like it's a good thing, especially all the people that I know, like that did like smoke weed early. They're probably they're like off that shit now. Like yeah. they're like, yeah, I'm done. I'm Sometimes done that's how it goes. And like me, someone who didn't smoke weed until like for real, until like. End of year of college, I was like, once I got into that shit, and I had the college, or, or, or like um, first year of college. Okay, end of, end of high, I'm gonna say end of high school, first year of college. It was like when I had that freedom to smoke, I was like, boom, man, no, nah, like I'm going. But I feel like you also have a, like, a different level of responsibility. You know what I mean when you when you decide to make that that decision later on in your life as opposed to early on. No, I mean I feel like that's why I said the end of end of high school, first year of college. That's when you're like, that's when. I feel like because I was seventeen, I graduated. I, I have a late birthday, so I, yeah, I graduated early. So freshman year of college, I was seventeen, and that's like mm. probably how much old bro. He's like what fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, no. So it's like I think he's he's like 14, 14, 15. 14, 15. Yeah, he's I mean, same, same, same thing in celebrity age. Um, but like it's like it's like once you get it out of your system early, once you're like doing that all that shit early, you know you you don't put so much value on it nah. when you're older. Because I feel sense. like I was still like. 21, like, shit, I got, like, $40 in my bank account. Half of that is, is going to this, to this, uh, this trade fund. This dub, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh, like, you know, and, but, like, you know, once, you, once you've done, th- done the, all that shit, like, when you're, like, a kid, you're like, okay, I know what that is. I know that I can get that at any time. What else, what else is on the queue now? You know, what, what I'm, what I'm gonna do? Time and place, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure when he's, like, 20, He's not gonna be worried about weed because he's gonna be so focused on what the shit that's really in front of him or whatever it is. Uh huh. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's true. That's very true. Nah. At the top, at the top of the pod, we talked about Travis Scott's song. How do you guys feel about Travis Scott going towards the McDonald's deal? Hey, do whatever you gotta do to get your bag, but that's, that's he's saying. trash, bro. <laughs> he's the worst nigga, bro. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say he's trash. <laughs> nah, especially because his last album was good. He's the worst. His last <laughs> album was good, so I'm like, I'll, I'll put I'm I'm bro. waiting for the music. I'm not gonna judge you on your on your marketing. McDonald's bro, has like rats running over their food bro, and like freezes across the eaten, world and shit, bro. I have not eaten McDonald's. Why are the rats surviving in the cold? It's because they've been eating the McDonald's that's genetically modified. So yeah, I'm not eating McDonald's since 2014. It's crazy, bro. And 
Have you had the Travis Scott meal though? Hell no, I'm not nah, going to. I'm not, I'm gonna not gonna I don't eat McDonald's. Meal. Right. But I mean, like, I'd have to be very and, drunk to get McDonald's. See, it would have to be like just really late. Like how really? No, yeah. still, still, I, I still wouldn't. I'll, I'll go to anywhere else except McDonald's. But um, uh, I mean, when she, I feel like once you have such a big fan base, and especially a lot of those fans are white, it's like, bruh, all I gotta say, all I gotta, you give me a quarter pounder of cheese, put some bacon on it. All I gotta say is a Travis and, and some Sprite, and it's a Travis Scott meal. All Travis be, Scott did was add extra to his meal, yeah, bro. And, and y'all gonna pay me millions? <laughs> Come on, like, come on. Hi, I'm and Travis I Scott. Fries, <laughs> like, in my barbecue sauce. Right. Like this. I, yo, I'm and so... Gonna, come on. <laughs> and you get millions, Bryce? Come on. Nigga did, like nigga did what niggas have been doing forever already, bro. <laughs> nah, if and niggas... called it the Travis Scott meal. Right. If, I hate him, bro. On, come on. Bacon, <laughs> yo, can you add bacon to the quarter pounder? You're making a McDonald's, con- uh, <laughs> McDonald's commercial. <laughs> I'm making a McDonald's crazy. first commercial. Nah, I'm they making a McDonald's first. They put millions in my face. If they were like, I yo, honestly. McDonald's. I don't eat McDonald's. I'll say that shit on Twitter too. I'll be like, nigga, I don't eat McDonald's. If I got to make hey, a McDonald's yo, burger for one. Shaq was in a Kia. Shaq can't fit in a Kia. No, but he was in a Kia. You can't. <laughs> they had to modify the hell out of that yo, one Kia, bro. They had to build it around him. All right, Shaq, you sit right there. All right, cool. It's going to take us a short time because, you know, Kia's a Korean car, so, you know, we can build it fast. Mad efficient. But. Yeah, man, I feel like um, <laughs> we we touched on a lot yeah, we did. over the course of this this episode, man. And I think you were a fire guest for thank one. Thank you, thank you. I, um, I think that. you had a lot of that. a lot of interesting perspectives to offer. I guess uh, before we get out of here, um, what do you have next coming on the pipeline in terms of you know the, the music and and at the end going into the end of twenty twenty. Going to the end of twenty twenty. Start of twenty twenty one. Start of twenty twenty one. So I'm working on this one project. Uh, with my homie Ba Choi. Uh, we're going to come out with it at the beginning of 2021. I don't want to put a date out there just yet. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're you know, like I said, we, like you say, we, we do a lot of multi-genre stuff, so we're switching up the vibe a lot. We're really stepping into our R&B bag, like, like all the way, all the it. way stepping into it. that, into that bag, trying to give you the equivalent to what is like Gucci and Louis Vuitton and, all that and 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 Fendi, Mom, yeah, and too, for so. your for your ears. That's what that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to give you that that luxury, that designer, that designer stuff for your eardrums. Mm-hmm. So um, we're we're stepping into that bag. So we're uh, we're trying to showcase that music more, which means more of the outside performances. Uh, we're doing this event at uh, this outside bar called uh, Fat and Sonnen on October eleventh. Where we're gonna do like four hours of curating the music, so we're gonna do like two sets. I'm a DJ. Uh, mm-hmm. We're gonna do like some some beats showcases and shit like that. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to freak this out. This uh, this performing programming with this uh, outdoor stuff. I know it's starting to get cold now, but I'm trying. I'm trying to. Yeah, you got a small window exactly, now. Exactly. There's only like exactly. seventy today, bro. Switched up. Uh, literally, it hit like one day. It was like, nah, niggas fall. Yeah, back. how you think? I, I was in Vegas. It was hundred degrees, bro. <laughs> you came back. You like what? I said, whoa. Is this the same Maryland? This um, was crazy. But yeah, trying to trying to figure out more creative ways to bring the music to people mm-hmm. rather than uh, have people try to find the music. You know. Because uh, especially this music that I'm working on, I feel like this is the best music that I've worked on. I've never been more proud of of the music that I'm working on now, uh, especially in this project. So trying to trying to deliver it to people, trying to make it as accessible as possible oh, yeah. for for these people. So just trying to find creative ways to do that and trying mm-hmm. to get the aesthetic down perfectly how we want it to. Because we're this is this is a project that I feel like. It, it deserves it deserves a lot. It's like when you meet a nice girl, you, you find the right girl, like you find the one. You're like, damn, I can't even do Shawty High. I've been doing all these other jobs. Like I gotta treat her right. Like, Message. Gotta treat her right, Message. Like, like, like for real, for real. So that's that's how we're treating this project. We're we're not we're not sparing any expense, not uh not not holding anything back, trying to give it this also. You're gonna see you're gonna see us slowly unravel and transition from like that live project to this new kind of more smooth luxurious sound so you're going to be seeing that all throughout the rest of 2020 for sure 
Okay. Silk, silk do rags, you know, like shit, I'm shit like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love do rags, y'all. <laughs> well, Di, before we get out of here, do you want to let the people know where to follow you um, or any anybody you want to shout out before we wrap it up? Yes, yeah, shout out Ba Choi. Uh, shout out Nyla. Shout out uh, Natalie. Uh, yeah, I'm going to keep it short. Those are, those are my... Uh, that's your opportunity to take it long, bro. Uh, I mean, as long as you say, so this is your chance. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah, it right no, here. That's, that's, that's all I'm going to shout out. But I'm going <laughs> to shout out. I'm going to say follow me on Instagram at D-Y-Y-O. Uh, follow me on uh, Twitter at Dio for show. D-Y-Y-O-F-A-S-H-O. Um, that's where if you want to get all the all the real the real nitty gritty shit. If you want to if you really really want to hear me talk my shit, follow me on Twitter. But um, yeah, I'm on all my music is on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, Amazon Music, Google Play, literally where SoundCloud, Bandcamp, literally wherever the fuck music is available. You I it, paid man. good money for it to be there, so it's there, and I made sure. So it's not hard to find me. This, you know, Google me, uh, DYYO Dio, uh, putting out this, this comes out next week, right? Monday, actually. Monday. Monday. Oh, this comes out Monday. Monday, right, Monday, Monday. So I'm putting out a new single on October 2nd called Runaway. Um, yeah, that's, that's going to be on Bandclamp exclusively first. I, I did take a, I did take a little bit from Kanye. I'm like, all right, I'm going to. I'm gonna wait to put it out on the DSPs, but I'm gonna put it out on Bandcamp, and that's Bandcamp Friday, so too. So, you know, buy the single when it when it premieres there. Um, yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, man. Oh, shout out my girl too. I love you, Lynn. G points. G points. All right, Alistair, can you hold us down with your stairs to greatness for this week? I got you. This week's stairs to greatness. Be yourself. The greatest individuals of American history have always been. An individual. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, Dr. Underscore Do Work. Make sure you follow my podcast page, our podcast page. I apologize. AMB period podcast, AMB period podcast. And we're always kicking it. We're always chilling. We're always getting the content out for y'all because we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. As I've been saying, I slacked last week, but we're a car. You guys are the wheels. We're not going anywhere without y'all. Thanks for the support. Uh, co-host. Um... Yeah, I don't have anything profound to say. Like I always say, uh, pick your spots, hit your shots, um, and just, yeah, man, and and put in some work, bro, at the end of the day. Um, you could talk about it all you want, but, I mean, if you're not going to do anything about it, what the fuck is the point of having that conversation? Like, what am I talking to you for? That's 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 kind of how I feel. If you're not going to do it, yeah, don't open your mouth, pretty much. Um, and that's not to discourage people from doing what they want to do, but, like, if we're going to talk about it, bro, match match the match the actions and the words bro because there's nothing worse than saying something and then and then having the power to do it and then not doing anything about it uh i guess i did say something kind of profound but um yeah you can follow me on social media um on instagram kofi bryce uh k-o-f-i-b-r-y-c-e underscore um and on instagram i'm sorry on twitter you can follow me at young tamarack y-l-u-n-g-t-a-m-a-r-a-c-k um, Alistair, did you did you already do the social medias as well? I did. Okay, I did. all right. I'd be not listening, but yeah, I'd be listening. It's okay. Can I, all right. can I say something profound too? Yeah, please go ahead, man. Uh, so one thing that I feel like as a lesson I've been learning is that uh, learning and trying to grow and trying to add knowledge to your brain is uh, is as important as unlearning things, mm-hmm. unlearning toxic things, or or just like ways you know that you think and habits that you have. It's important to adapt, especially as fast as this world is changing. Like with COVID, you see how this shit can change just like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's important to it's important to keep yourself adaptable and not stick in one way just because you've learned something that that doesn't mean it's always going to hold true forever. You learn something that's that's something you've learned for now. So always keep your eyes open and be willing and to change and adapt to to how things are moving. Because if you stay still, you know left you get left behind. Real, real, real quick. quick, real quick. You and it'll be too late to catch up. Mm-hmm. So just always be vigilant and unlearn as much as you learn. That's real. There I appreciate there that. Mm-hmm. And go. as always, to end the episode, we're gonna play music from a local artist. And because we have the homie Dio here, uh, Dio, I want you to introduce the song that the people are gonna be hearing this week. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna give you guys the the new single early. It's called Ooh. Runaway. 
an exclusive. Uh, I love it. Can be exclusive. You guys are getting the demo version because there's still there's still some work got, that needs to be done. Some, to it. Yeah, work that needs to be done. But y'all get the uh, the demo version of Runaway that will be out on October second on Bandcamp, and there will be a video for it as well dropping that same day. So yeah, check it out. Run away, Liddy. And you heard the man. We're gonna be hearing the the new exclusive from Dio. Run away. This has been another week of the AMB podcast, and I appreciate y'all for listening. Peace. We out. Slow